and welcome to Death Valley Girls Podcast. I'm Bonnie, and I talk to heroes about what excites them, and we also talk about the supernatural. Today's hero is our friend Sandra Berciaga Oling of Grimy Goods, Grimy Diapers, and Naptime Films. Sandra has always been a real hero and model to me of what a full life can look like. Watching her live life as an adventure filled with opportunities to learn and have fun is so cool. Here we talk about her adventure, being a businesswoman, owning and running her own businesses, being a partner, a mother, and what it is like to come from a long lineage of witches. Please go check out her page to learn more about her. And now, please welcome to your head and heart, Sandra Bersiaga Olinger. She started saying that. I don't know when. It's pretty exciting stuff. But <laughs> hi. Uh, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. I've been watching them, so it's good to be a part of it. Yeah, well, um, I'm just super excited to talk to uh, you. I think um, one of us. There we go. Oh, is it working? Yeah, now it is. I'm good now. Okay, cool. Can you hear me? Yeah, totally. Okay, cool. (laughs) That's funny. We both have, like, I forgot. Mine says Death Valley Girls and yours says Grimy Goods. Uh, (laughs) I don't even know what it says. I'm like, (laughs) it's good. Yeah, but um, yeah, I wanted to bring you on the podcast for a while and and just talk to you, I guess, in a funny way is... um, this is a hero podcast about heroes and I think you're super heroic in so many different ways. But um, one thing that I think is like, isn't something that you can like quantify or really be like, I'm a, like, it's not a professional quality. It's a, it's a human quality is like, you're just such a cool human and the way you go about in your life and um, your sense of adventure. And just watching that, I've told you before, but just really like before talking to you today, I was, um, yeah, driving home from the aquarium. I was thinking about just like uh, when I was a kid and I would see my mom and her friends and it was like the eighties and it seemed like being a woman was this thing that was so extreme and like had so many like smells perfumes, stuff you put on your face, big shoulders, like all of this stuff. And it just, oh, yeah. it's, nothing against them but it wasn't like something I was like oh I can't wait till I get to do that you know yeah um, so exactly. it wasn't yeah there wasn't like this image in my mind or it was such a different time too like they had such gender roles to play as a mother housewife like you know all that stuff back then yeah well it just I feel like I didn't have just yeah I feel like I never thought about it uh what it m- would mean to be a woman or a mother or anything honestly and I just think that I really have always like looked at you as like that's what a cool woman is that's what a cool mom is and that's what like living a cool life with a partner is um which is and a kid which is just super cool because that's you yeah you just don't see that many examples of 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 your the joy you guys have and the way you just you know yeah each day and I guess I just wanted to talk to you about that like where you get that from um thank you I appreciate that yeah yeah I mean I don't know like just just, I just I mean as much as I do like you know chilling at home too like I just love living this life like we're put on this planet for a reason other than to just work you know, and I feel very grateful and privileged that I don't have to just work because I know there's a lot of people that do out there. You know, that's all their life is all they knew is work, 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 work. But, um, you know, we do work hard and we like to party hard and play yeah. hard. <laughs> we party now and play. So. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, you guys bike, like you motorcycle ride, yeah. you go on vacations, you like- Camping. Yeah, like, yeah, you go places that people- you know, you just, you do it. Um, and I guess like, did either of your guys's parents do that or? Um, my, yeah, my, my mom, uh, is from Peru. So she used to take me to Peru with her when I was a little girl. So I started getting exposed and, to, and my dad's from Mexico. So I started going to Mexico as a little girl too. So I was very exposed to traveling and like 
you know, different settings, being outdoors, the beach, we would go to the beach every Sunday. Um, so yeah, I guess like we spent a lot of time outdoors hiking too. Yeah. Never camped, but Brian camped a lot with his family, I think, or his dad once. Anyways, <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think he camped that much either. But we both love camping. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think just being exposed to like so many different countries and like outdoor lifestyle at such a young age, like just you know, really, really formed my love for this planet love and. Us you know, the unknown too, but also just like experiencing life, you know, meeting people. Like we love meeting people when we travel and like sitting at a bar and just talking to people. It doesn't matter if they're 21 or 81. Like there's just so many conversations to be had with different people. And we love that, especially about travel. And Victoria's the same way. That's so She's like <laughs> such a chatty Kathy and like almost <laughs> to the point But she has that same zest for life. Like, you know, there's so much like I still want to do that. I also love working too. And being yeah. mom. That's yeah. it. I try to do them all at once sometimes and it works out too. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. I could barely just do like, like a four hour stint today of, uh, it's hard in this heat. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Totally. So you- I was like, am I, am I dying? And I was like, no, you need <laughs> water. Like you can't. It's like a real thing. Like, oh, totally. Uh, I mean, obviously, everyone knows, but I think people don't still, it always is a shock. Like, oh, I have a headache. It's like, because you didn't drink enough. It just is always mm-hmm. that. Um, but and this heat makes you drink double the amount of water. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You need to for sure. Um, so that's so cool. I didn't realize it. Your, your mom is from Peru. Mm-hmm. She's that, from Peru. That's she, super cool. Yeah. She, I've been, I've been going there since I was a baby, since I was two months old. Wow. And, you know, it's, it was really nice and interesting to being, because they have a big Chinese population in Peru, too. Okay. When I was a little girl, I remember, I was like probably eight, I had no idea that there was a mix of mm-hmm. both, you know, and uh, I was like so surprised when I saw a Chinese person speaking Spanish. And I remember tripping out and my mom's like, in Spanish to me. As you know, it's, it's a normal thing. And it, it just blew my mind. I thought it was the coolest thing. That's so <laughs> okay. Oh, I think my internet went out. <laughs> Is it my internet going out or? I don't know. It's weird. Oh, wait, the reason- yeah. wait, no, no, it's right there. Cool. Yeah. You know, what's weird is the reason I was late just now is they blocked off, um, like my whole street. Uh, and it seems like some, I live like right next to 110 on, uh, I guess, I don't know if I should say it, but I mean, I guess it doesn't matter uh, if anyone wants to come. I live, <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> yeah. But I live uh, right next to the freeway and like, no, you got too many fans. Too many fans. <laughs> no, no I, I mean, this is no, but the, yeah, there was just like, it was completely blocked off. So I had to like go all the way through um, the other side. And uh, I don't know, maybe my internet's messed up. Um, but if it, if it pauses again, uh, maybe, maybe we should wait. Cause I Pause. don't want yeah, yeah. something like that. Cause I want to get to, I really want to talk to you. I really want to do this, but I'm yeah, for sure. Super, I got all the time. Brian's okay. home now. So. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> well, super into Peru and, um, Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. Do you want me to repeat that since it cut out? Yeah, that's okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, for sure. So my mom was was born in Peru and she migrated here when she was like 18, I think. Isn't that a trip? I can't even imagine. By herself? Uh, Yeah, by her. Well, with her sister, I think. She already had some brothers and sisters in the States. Wow, I can't imagine. (laughs) So she started take, she took me the first time to Peru when I was two months old to visit family and whatnot. And then... um, I rem- Peru has a big Chinese population also. It's a, you know, it's not quite the melting pot that the U.S. is, but, you know, it also has different varieties of cultures. But I remember I was going to the candy shop on the corner with my mom. I was like eight or nine. And I, it's such a big memory in my life because and it still stands out because I remember yeah. my mom talking to the candy man that worked the clerk, that was the clerk. 
and he was Chinese and I was tripping out. I was like, and I was like, what? Like, I, I don't understand. My mom's like, well, just because, you know, you're in Peru, not everyone speaks Spanish. There's a lot of Chinese people that live here too. Yeah. There's a lot of Argentinian people, Italian people, like everything. And it just blew my mind. Like I thought it was the coolest thing. Yeah. So I think being exposed to so many different languages and cultures really like um, sparked my love for life and travel yeah. people you know yeah that's super cool a, a really, yeah. that something that I always thought was really cool about and I don't know that much about other places but I know that Peru specifically um has a lot uh, I mean it's so ancient it has such a history of paranormal experiences not even oh, to like totally but it's just like I think people and tell me if I'm wrong but I think people there like just know it and like yeah it's a very very magical place especially especially in Machu Picchu yeah um up in the in the Andes like uh yeah. Machu Picchu that the Incans built but they're even in certain parts of Peru like um in the Amazon there's like um all sorts of like the Nazca lines like everything's yeah. just very rich in ancient aliens yeah, you know? totally. like I still to this day like how do you explain building a civilization that high up in the mountains with like yeah. all those heavy stones and it's a mystery but I do yeah. believe they got outside help not from this planet <laughs> oh cool but, um, but yeah, yeah like, the legends and folklore that I grew up with like even with Lake Titicaca yeah and I think there's a I, I'm probably gonna mess it up how my mom used to tell me but the goddess that lives under the lake oh wow yeah uh, mama something but like down to like earth like I was raised with both like my mom's spiritual witchy side because she's right. a straight up witch we cool. have a we also have um a lineage of that which I'll get into later too cool. but um but also like I was also raised Catholic because she's very Catholic too yeah you know or was but now she's been more embracing her other side so that makes me happy a return to her roots yeah that's so cool I mean I definitely would like to talk about that because um because it's awesome and uh and it's just it's so rich and so um so much history there so ancient so many yeah. so much stuff but uh I also have been you know we're all learning a lot this year and everything oh, but, yeah. um, I know a, a lot of like healers and people like that and some of them have been talking about how like in other cultures like we take care of the healers like we 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 take care of them they don't have to worry they don't have to hustle and just think about how many like true healers that there are right now like psychics mediums all the stuff that are like hustling on instagram because we don't think they're you know what i mean and it's like i yeah. it's just so weird and these other places that just know magic is real it's not a big deal it just yeah is. and like as and knows because it's a culture that's in touch with the land like knows that i mean plants are everyone's medicine like it's like all medicine is isn't from like uh oh yeah I metal. think there's a cure for everything in whether from the earth or under the earth like fungus and mushrooms and whatnot but totally like what you just said <laughs> yeah it's just so weird and it's it's I want to know more about places that just like I've experienced that living um here and in New York with like oh, you don't go in there. Like, you don't, you know, like certain like botanicas are like, oh, you don't yeah. look at that. Or, and it's just like, it's just believed there. And here there's some places in the South where it has the same thing, like mm -hmm. where they just believe in ghosts because it's a more spiritual place. But I guess, yeah, I'd just like to know, um, talk about that, like just what it's like to grow up with the knowledge that, yeah, the earth is special, which is so mm -hmm. weird that that's, something we don't grow up with but you know like that's yeah. in each thing I think it's also like you know the this the spiritual side and ghost and um witchcraft other forms of you know more mystical religions or whatever <laughs> always were looked down upon so much especially because yeah. a lot of them the 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 people in power were women a lot of witch right. doctors a lot of um high priestess, you know, witches, whatnot. So I think, I think with colonialism, that like 
smashed women. Right. Everyone that didn't look white. Also, like, magic was a bad thing. Right. Or, or if you had a healing power, it was looked at as a bad thing when it not isn't a bad thing, you know? Yeah. I think, I think nowadays, especially since we've all been online so much the past year, like, it's much more embraced now. Like, I've never talked about that side of myself and my family as much as I have in the past two years. You know, yeah. quietly here and there, people are like, that girl's weird or just, you know, whatever. But, like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think, I mean, personally about that, I think that there is like a, like kind of been a download of consciousness, like understanding lately, like it slowly happened over the last 20 years, I feel like just like, in every way that it's like, um, just now you can every, every kind of person, you can just be like, oh, what's that? like what's the vibe in there or what does that feel like or you know it's like mm-hmm. people can talk about it more and so it's like all anyone can kind of know what a vibe is which is like yeah like you didn't people didn't know what a vibe was like you yeah know, before and I think it's just I think it's everyone sort of growing and learning in this way and I yeah. also you know in the last year everyone's been with themselves so I think they've been able to like not everyone, but I think a lot of people yeah. have been able to notice what energy is because they've been away from other people. So they're like, oh, my, I know my energy now. Like for the first time, my energy is kind of small. Like when I'm around her, her energy is like huge and I don't like it or what, you know, like, mm-hmm. and I think people are like, I think it's okay and important to be yourself and talk about it. But I think, I think it's not like, yeah, I think everything's like kind of coming down because I, I do think that colonialism and and the spread of like Christianity, I always forget, but that's what yeah, happened is they were one. like, that's witchcraft. Like, and it's because of money, I guess, because you can't yeah. make money off of it. They wanted all the gold from the Incas, the Aztecs, everything, you know? That's crazy. Sad when I think about it all. Yeah. But, but yeah, like with my mom, when I talked to her about like, you know, like you said, a lot of people are more tuned in with their energies now. And like, I think we've had a moment to be at home and be calm and turn everything off and just really get in tune with ourselves, you know? Yeah. But I remember talking to my mom about a lot of things, like everything from our premonitory, I think premonitory, premonition, premonitory dreams that I've always had, reoccurring dreams and like, um, being just very, very intuitive, being able to predict things almost sometimes kind of helps when forecasting artists, (laughs) but, um, (laughs) but I remember telling her, I'm like, cause I, I share everything with Victoria, like every, our beliefs and this planet, mother earth, energy, aliens, um, certain humans that are very special, like Mr. David Bowie, Mr. Bowie, she calls him. (laughs) She knows he's a star in the sky. That's so cute. Yeah, right? And like, she, when she does her little prayers at night, she takes her crystals and prays to Mother Earth, Mother Moon, yada, yada. That's so cool. Yeah, but I'm like, to my mom, I'm like, mom, why didn't you like share this other side of of you with me when I was younger? Like, I would have loved that. Like, a lot of things that i realized about myself I had to find out on my own all I remember is you tell me never get to get my hands red my palms red never see a psychic and never do the Ouija board of course I did all of them yeah 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 you know you know like she's like she's like I think you have you have a a power to open certain things and I don't want you to I'm like well I I did already and I've learned through trial and error so Yeah. But I don't want Victoria to go through that same thing, you know, and, yeah. and find what how my mom decided to raise us, you know, obviously I come here and good. Yeah. But I want her to just be very aware of everything and all her little magic powers and gifts and all that stuff. Yeah, so. that's so interesting cuz I think it is it is really hard to know how to mother, especially yeah. with that kind that whole extra side and Oh yeah. Um, yeah, it's, you know, and now maybe it's easier because she might hear those things and it's good, it's good to be mm-hmm. open, but it seemed like before it was, it was good to be guarded because if you say those things before, you kind of sound like a crazy person. Um, yeah, she's known as a healer too, especially oh, in cool. our family. She wow. um, does this thing called, which I just found out about it two, two years ago from my cousin. Yeah. 
because <laughs> my mom didn't share, didn't, used to not share a lot of the stuff with me. It's called pasar el huevo, and you take an egg. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and like, um, she's, since she's a healer, she can expel the negative energy out of you and oh. allow the good to come in. Whoa. Like she did it, yeah, for some yeah, family members. what's that process again? It's with it? an egg. <laughs> I have never had it done to me. Oh, but yeah. um yeah, and like it's just taking an egg over your body, like yeah. all your chakras areas, everything. Yeah, to, I've heard of that yeah. before. Yeah, cool. so I've never gone into detail with it with her, but I know she's told me she's done it for a few of our family members often. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, I think but um oh yeah, she's never done it to me. But. Yeah, well maybe maybe yeah. Maybe she can, or maybe you don't need it. Maybe you can do it to yourself. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's so cool. That's what I was thinking. Like I have my my crystals and all that, so I was like, I use crystals, but she uses an egg. I think it's, you know, <laughs> eggs life too. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. But, yeah, I know it like sucks it up or soaks it in, and I know people like when they break it, like you're not supposed to look at it or something, but you know, who knows there might be so many different mm -hmm. ways of everything. Um, but that's so amazing. Yeah. Like, I just can't really imagine growing up, uh, just how growing up in a culture that's open-minded or, you know, what's open-minded mm -hmm. for here, which is not yeah. minded there. It's like normal, but, um, so you, do you remember hearing about stuff like that? Um, from your family members about Peru and stuff? Or is that stuff you found um, on your own? Not really. Like most of the the more spiritual and non-traditional medicine side, I've had to have dig and ask her. My, my aunt, actually, her sister is the one that told me so much about our history like three years ago, three years ago when I visited in Florida. And the actual history of my great-great-grandmother that was a real indigenous Incan witch. Wow. Cool. Yeah, it was a really, I mean, obviously we had bottles of wine on the table and we were talking me and my, my aunts to like, gosh, three in the morning. And I want to go back and record it all because I'd love to write a book about her life because yeah. it's so interesting. Like, all I know is like, she's, she got basically kidnapped <laughs> from my great, great grandfather who was Italian and okay. said, you know, I want this woman to be my wife too. And, mm -hmm. you know, stole her from her community. And, you know, okay. she bore four children. And yeah, I mean, it's a really cool long story that involves her disappearing with all her kids for so long because he wanted to do away with one of them because he didn't come out um, white skin like the other three. He came out more indigenous. Jesus. Yeah, isn't that nuts? And then later in life, she appears back in Peru, like much years later, and yeah. with all the sons, and they're all magically successful and good. And they got away from the my, the bad, bad, bad great great <laughs> grandpa yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And I have pictures of it too from my mom that oh, recently cool. got a hold of um, old photos. But I think it's my great great one, not the other one. No way. I think all three. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it was such a cool story to, so to learn cool. about. And I want to know more, but that requires a trip. Hopefully yeah. soon. Yeah. Well, it sounds definitely worth it. That'd be an amazing book. That's so cool. And so important. Like, I don't, yeah, everyone's kind of dead, like, you know, and just, or forgot. And um, yeah. it's so cool to just take advantage of uh, th those old timers and their stories. <laughs> right? really cool story yeah, that's super cool um, yeah it's it's been a a cool journey especially the past few years tapping more into this yeah is there something that is just like victoria or is there something that caused you to want to learn more I, um i guess like i mean i always we all our whole family knew my mom had like this other side to her and was very like a super <laughs> healer because she was a nurse too go figure yeah and like but like any time on my face and it like skin me. And I don't know how, but I have absolutely no scars. My mom, like I just remember her treating it every day with her ointments and whatever and 
I don't have any, any signs of it. I have a tons yeah. of other scars from other accidents, yeah, but yeah. not the heaviest one. Yeah. But, but yeah, like, but it's always her little healing, her big healing qualities have always yeah. been very a mystery and just awesome at the same time, you know? Absolutely. So yeah, with Victoria, like, I could see so much in her too. She's such an intuitive little one, like yeah. <laughs> very, um, she knows how you're feeling and she can guess a lot of things. We went to this dinosaur event the other day, like at Kids <laughs> Space so cool. yeah. and they were asking questions. I don't know how, but she got both right. She guessed how many miles per hour the velociraptor or whichever Whoa. dinosaur goes. Yeah. It's like raising the little hand and shouting it. It was 35 miles per hour, I think. Wow, sorry. I'm like, I want to Not the after. I think it starts with a But she guessed it on the money. I'm like, I'm, I come home to Brian, I'm like, you know, she guessed this? Yeah. And she guessed the other answer right, too? Yeah. Well, she watches dinosaur shows, like, on her story box, but we watched the episode, and it doesn't say 35. It's about a different dinosaur. So we're like, yeah, she know that? <laughs> yeah, she just has it. I mean, like. Yeah, I think she does. Yeah, my mom is uh psychic and like she doesn't I mean she doesn't listen to this so it's okay but she doesn't like uh know to listen to herself or listen to in you know intuition that much so it's just like but she'll yeah. say things and you'll just be like uh, you know but like yeah it's and it, I mean I am too you know it's like I it's definitely passed down it's just who you part of who you are and I think yeah I think you also choose your parents so she definitely chose you. Oh, that's so cute. I yeah. think so too. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Victoria, I told her the story when, about her, when she asks, how did I end up in your belly when she sees photos? I'm like, well, yeah. you're a little star and you found me. Yeah. And the other day, it was so random and it was so sweet. She, I can't remember what she said. She said something like, mommy, do you remember when I was a little star? And I went to one mommy, but she had babies. And then I went to another one, but it wasn't you. And then I found you, mommy. I found you. And I went to your tummy. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's so cute. The thing Yeah, they no, that's probably exactly what happened, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, um, I think so. You know, they do choose, you know, yeah. and it's up yeah. to us, and, you know, make sure we do good by it. Yeah, for sure. And just... I think, I think the thing I'm learning the most is that like for as being like a aunt or whatever is like the best thing you can do is be like a, a safe, um, tr like trying to evolve person who's trying to get better, whose main goal is to be um, a, a solid person. You know, it's like, mm -hmm. you can't, like that's what they see like if you're reactive and oh, angry yeah. and pissed or annoyed or bored or all of those things like absorb that yeah and they're just gonna be a mirror you know they are just a mirror but if you're like like you know like whatever if you meditate and like try and bring a solid person yeah. to them, that's not like you know can still be dealing with trauma or whatever but like yeah. it is dealing with it like they can tell if you're blocking things and everything else like I and I just I get the luxury of seeing yeah my sister raising kids so it's kind of like I could it's like my it, it's like the closest to me being re-raised in a way is watching yeah. how like I would raise someone you know like I'm like oh that's my sister she's the same oh, that's awesome. yeah it's just like a cool like cycle to just see like oh how it's different than you know it's just just not being reactive yeah being. it's so different to me from back in the day yeah it's totally. hard yeah because well, I know there's times where we do yell in front of her or like you know and I have my guilt moments like oh I can't do that because then she's gonna do that it's yeah. such trial and error and it's so hard <laughs> sometimes yeah because I get no. mad sometimes or I'm like just leave me alone please for one second <laughs> Yeah, totally. You know. Yeah, totally. No, I mean, yeah, no, I laugh at them sometimes when they cry, like, to be honest, because I'm like, you're, so why? And I try, yeah. I, I go like, yeah, I mean, it's just like, I know it's like, because they, they are normal people, like, they're just yeah. regular people. And to me, I'm like, forget that they're kids, because they're just my friends. And yeah. so I'll just be like, they'll just start crying about something that is, is that makes no sense. Yeah, it makes no sense. And I'm just start laughing. And they're like, 
And I'm like, sorry, but it just is so, you're never going to care about this in real life. Like mm-hmm. right now you do, but I swear in real life when you're like, or just like, yeah, just little like complaining about like, you know, and it sucks. This last year has been so bad and they deserve to hang out with friends. Like that oh, it's totally cool. unfair, but it's like, it's like things are unfair. And, and I'm like, listen, if you were 16, you would be so bummed right now. Like you just about to get your license, like have all these friends you're allowed to hang out with. Like you're 10, like you're not <laughs> going anywhere. Like you're fine. You're okay. Like it's the same, you know, it's like now you get a, like probably do more stuff on the computer than you ever would have before. Like all mm-hmm. these crazy video games, your parents would probably say no to like, <laughs> this wasn't happening you know it's just like yeah it's just funny because they're just regular people but they're but then they have that side where they're like oh yeah care about a cookie or something right (laughs) yeah Yeah, when she like tantrums and she's got such big emotions I'm not surprised I do too yeah and when but sometimes like it's so hard for Brian and I not to laugh because that she says it's like she gets all mad and she'll just spat out like some random thing like well well I guess we're not going to Colorado then (laughs) (laughs) Colorado was last year but okay and Brian and I look at each other like oh my god that is so yeah they have such big feelings it's really it's really funny that that's so sweet I I can't wait to get to know her and just like or like ghosts, like have our yeah, yeah. Ghost. For a long time, I mean, yeah, mine was that that uh, kids concert at the Echoplex. Yeah, yeah the she was tiny Grateful then too. Dead show was it the Grateful? Yeah, Dead? I, think it, I think it was right, or was it the Rolling Stones one? I think it was music of the Rolling Stones. Yeah, that, that would make more that sense. Same um, rock and yeah. what it's called. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, totally. But yeah, that that was so fun and so cute. But. Yeah, well, so um, can you talk a little bit about um, like how it's your 10 year anniversary? Oh no, we had a, thir- a 13 year. 13, yeah. okay, yeah, that's what I thought. I don't, I was gonna- awesome interview again. That was so uh, rad. Yeah. It really touched my heart. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're- All of those interviews, yeah. fabulous. Well, such you have such a cool family you've made um, yeah, of all these people, like, yeah, it's so cool. But um, can you talk about how how you started Grimy Goods and yeah. uh, and just like so, where it's at? And also, it seems like um, yeah, you just where where it's at and what you're doing and Grimy Diapers too, and just yeah. all your adventures and all that. Well, stuff. it started 13 years ago, and it was as basically a product of the first recession in 2008 because I got fired from my first full-time marketing job mm-hmm. I was like ah, whatever oh wow so you have marketing okay because you yeah, marketing really good at my profession yeah, yeah I mean you're... I mean Grammy Goods is clearly real my profession too but you know what I mean like no you're really it's just like usually most people aren't a professional person in any way so it's but you can tell it you're really really good at that wow congratulations hi everybody if you like this podcast or just like being nice please subscribe like and save this episode if you like being really 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 nice check out our patreon page where you will find a veritable breeding ground for cool and secret podcasts and death valley girls content it's probably death valley girls at patreon something like that thank you Thanks. That was my, um, I've, I've been working for myself for, I think I started working for myself in 2010, beginning cool. of 2010. So I, I haven't worked in an office ever since then, ever since my second full-time job, where I was just so over it. Yeah. With marketing also. But, um, oh yeah. So Granny Good started in 2008. I had written for like various like magazines, one in the Inland Empire and then San Diego. Yeah. And, you know, the cover Coachella and all those festivals way back in the day, like gosh 2005 four and I always loved music so I remember I wanted to start and these were when blogs were just starting and like it was like crappy blogger back in the day or whatever I don't know what it was and I was like I want to blog but I really liked travel too so I'm like I'm gonna take off and travel and I traveled off and on for three years while bartending yes I was bartending substitute teaching and writing for a music magazine back then called skinny magazine 
cool. And I would come back, hustle, take off again. Yeah. And I always put, put on hold my uh, hopes for grimy goods because I really love travel too. And then finally, my mom's like, you got a degree. You, 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 when are you going to stop bartending and do something with your degree? And I really liked bartending. <laughs> I was like, yeah. fine. So I got, a, I got a marketing job with my degree. And then I got fired because I sucked. <laughs> it was like it was like menial. Like I was yeah. like, my creative mind, don't make me do this entry level stuff, even though I was entry level my first yeah, job. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I got fired and then I just started grimy goods. I was going, I was big into the skateboarding community too back then when I lived in San Diego and hung out with a lot of pro skaters and went to lots of events around the world, Australia. Oh wow. Prague. Cool. Yeah. So at first it was like just my life, like a lot of um, photos and skateboarding events and lowbrow art and music. And then I was like, oh, I can't focus on all these three. So I just kept up with the music and then it just kept evolving, evolving and getting bigger as as um, digital music was becoming a thing and more accessible. Right. And yeah. And like I never let it go. Like I've always had another job. I had a full time marketing client for the same time I had grimy goods, I just I just stopped being their client to about a year ago. Okay. I stopped having them as my client yeah. a year <laughs> yeah. ago. Because Brian and I also have a video production company. Yeah. So, cool. Yeah. So and I wanted to focus on that and focus on grimy goods and then my personal brand, grimy diapers, you know, where I work with brands there too. Yeah, but, I've got it. that whole account is so cool. Like I don't I have a really hard time um like talking honestly or like doing any <laughs> not like this like talking to a friend but like uh being filmed um I, I it's impossible for me to do I can't do it like I I just can't uh but yours oh, I filmed you you're great oh <laughs> uh, well thanks it's it's really hard I mean I can be myself and say things but if I if it's if there's any just what you do is it's genuine and it doesn't seem cheesy and it's yeah. but it still is promoting stuff which I think is like yeah really cool like I don't I don't think most people seem super cheesy or they oh, seem yeah, totally. kind of gross but yours it's is like, like a, cute <laughs> I headbutt with that world so much because yeah. influencers and you know, back in my day when I used to post my personal stuff on Grimy Goods too, we weren't called influencers. We we're bloggers. We we're yeah. bloggers and then we became tastemakers. And somehow this other side came yeah. in and you know, well, you know how it goes. Like there are some fantastic influencers and whatnot. So yeah, I have Grimy Goods, which you know I love. It's always been my baby. And then when I had a real human baby, yeah. I grimy diapers which was just um, a projection of my personal life because I used yeah. to back in the day always post on granny goods Instagram a bit of music a bit of my life because yeah. I was and you know back then like it there was just there wasn't influencers really we were bloggers and them tastemakers that's what we were called back then yeah and then you know, this influencer world which I've fallen into with um, motherhood which, yeah. you know, there's so many wonderful things to it. And I've made some great connections, made, learned a lot about being a mom and all that stuff. But I often butt heads with that side of work because totally. I don't like it a lot. Well, but I think, yeah, I think that's interesting. I was talking about this um, with a friend that's like 10 years younger than me. And I was just like, I don't think you understand. Like we didn't, like, I didn't have a cell phone you know, it's like you gotta sell. This shit didn't exist, basically. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, it just started. Like, our whole life is taken over by this thing. But it's like, like women didn't talk about the fact that having there was bad sides to having babies or hard sides. Like mm -hmm. until like twenty years ago, like, and it wasn't because I was a kid or whatever. It, it wasn't because of me. It was like. I don't, I'm not like a huge Sex in the City fan per se, but the things they talked about there, I believe were the first time that they really talked about a lot yeah. of women issues that had never, that was like supposed to be a secret. Like, yeah, there's like, 
like taboos. You don't talk about that. That's how I was raised too. You don't talk about that. Yeah. And no one does. And there's nowhere. It's like having a baby is a beautiful, blessed event. Like no one talks about postpartum depression. Oh, no. In my knowledge, like, and I'm not even obvious, or I'm not in mommy worlds, but like, I know that that I am in <laughs> psychiatric worlds and like in stuff like that. And that was not something that was discussed. Uh, yeah, I don't think before sad. 15 years ago, really, that like it's that there is a is there's a condition that can happen and affect you, and it's not your fault, and exactly. it's normal. And all of those things, like even just so many things that they just didn't talk about. So I think it's so cool that like, you know, that it's opening up. And I think, but oh, because of that, you. there is like the pendulum of like, there's going to be some really annoying people talking too much about whatever. And yeah. then, but to get to the point where it's like a good amount, but yeah, it's just, it's like what you guys are doing, I think is so cool and so important because they're yeah you know people like I mean young mothers whatever like just anyone doesn't know um and I'm sure people listen to this like I'm sure a lot of boys don't know like yeah and it's completely out of the woman's control it's not like hey I'm choosing to have postpartum anxiety for like two years you guys okay or just like yeah like there's like when I'm or whatever like a pregnant person has so much like new stuff happening and they didn't like you were put on like just your like our parents weren't put on this earth as professional parents it's yeah, like no. a person's not a professional pregnant for some people are but it's like yeah, some people are yeah but there's <laughs> just like it's just it's so important to talk about this stuff and that there is a place for people to discuss it because it's I feel like it's just everything it's like you know humanizing humans yeah and people need support and there's that's what's that's one great thing too that came out of this pandemic is like all the different online communities that people discovered but yeah motherhood's a huge one like man if I had the knowledge I do now before having Victoria like oh there's so many different things I would have done differently I would have gotten a do I would have gotten oh wow help right away after having her you would have got you what know, after uh, mental health help right, right okay having her. like I didn't have postpartum depression but I did have you know a bit of baby blues but I had a lot of postpartum anxiety and I was someone that never had anxiety except for performance anxiety like <laughs> events and okay. you know I wonder do you ever get anxious on stage um, not, not really, but it's, uh, I, I like used to be too scared to go on stage. So I already did like, like 10 years of re- like, I always wanted to be a musician and I uh-huh. couldn't go on stage for 10 years. So I already did all that. So now I'm like, okay. when it's time, cool. I'm like, let's get on there. Like I'm, it's, that's where I'm get to have like an out of body experience. And I love it. Like, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, there's times I figured a way to manage it and make it work for you. Yeah, no, I need it. It's like, I I need that. But yeah, um, so that's so interesting. So, so did you, um, so, okay, so you didn't have anxiety except like. Oh yeah, I never had anxiety. I mean, like, except for normal, you know, yeah. here and there that we all do I mean I did have performance anxiety always like ever since school whether it was in drama or yeah. an event, or an, as an, adult, an adult hosting a grimy goods event and having to be on stage like sure you guys probably thought like oh she's a good speaker she's handling oh, oh geez, yeah my kids were sweating my feet were sweating <laughs> like, I guess yeah I can't talk like if you were like hey can you talk on stage I would be like no but yeah I, I'm like, it's <laughs> so scary because you don't yeah, it's like it acting is. or something, but, oh, wow. But, so, but, but I just, um, but yeah, when Victoria came along. Hmm? Oh, no, I guess, I, can you I hear was, me? yeah, I can. Um, <laughs> I, please keep going. I was uh, interrupting you. Really. That's all good. <laughs> when Victoria came along, like, I did some of my research on, like, you know, I didn't, I didn't know about postpartum anxiety, basically. Yeah. I just focused on what we all are taught or know a little bit about is postpartum depression. And I just prayed to the stars that I didn't get that because, you know, it's from what I've seen and what I know, it's so, so, so hard on yeah. everybody, but especially the woman. 
but I ended up getting postpartum anxiety for a long time. And I think it was just a combination of, you know, like having a child was never on my list. I mean, it was, but it wasn't. And it was yeah. like, a pleasant surprise that happened one night on Halloween when oh, cool. dressed as Prince and she, and Brian was dressed as Bowie. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, we had planned to have a child later down and you know, yeah. it, happened. it was a blessing. Yeah, but um, I didn't know much about kids, you know, and I loved them. I liked them, but I, I didn't even know how my body worked, really, to be quite honest. Yeah. And that's another thing that women should know more about is how our bodies work. Yeah. But when I she came along juggling grimy goods <clears throat> and the fact that I had a really good marketing career, too, with a client. So that was going on hold for a bit. And then grimy goods definitely took a big hit because I just couldn't. I chose to raise her and be her mama, you know? Yeah. Or I could have put her in daycare or gotten um, a nanny, you know, and continued working, but I really wanted to, you know, be fully immersed in her life. And I'm so thankful that I was able to do that despite, you know, ha seeing Grammy Goods take a hit in traffic. Yeah, oh, I, I was still running, you know? Yeah. But um, in my eyes, the hit in traffic it's took is still wonderful. Yeah. But you know, it, it was, it's, it, it hurts when something you built and you can't give full attention to anymore because yeah. you chose a different path for, you know, a bit. But, um, I think I only came to terms with that recently in therapy for my first time. Oh, wow. Realizing that I, yeah, that I held a lot of resentment that, that I had to give up my career. Yeah. I think that that's, great. yeah. It's so good. I think juggling it all and the fear of, am I raising her right? Am I going to hurt her? She's so tiny. Like, am I feeding her right? Yeah. Um, really made the postpartum anxiety terrible. Yeah. Well, yeah, totally. Something people also don't talk about is like, my sister said this after she had, I don't know, her first baby. And I never thought about it. And I was like, oh my God, that's crazy. She said that usually when you have like a, an extreme thing happen to your body, you get like a month to deal with it like and you're treated like a patient you know and like yeah. you're not like you get asleep and you don't have to worry about anything and your whole thing is just like healing your body but all of a sudden like when you have a baby it's this first time in your life where like no like your healing is is just gonna happen because your body's strong and it's gonna do it but like now you're doing something else like and it's like that that split of your body I think and just not being able to heal like mm -hmm. the way we usually heal which is like rest and like yeah yeah I think that that has like a long lasting anxiety inducing thing totally. to also so hard like then then comes in like healthcare for women which is such bullshit in this country like yeah three months of what's it called I mean I didn't get any because I'm self-employed but yeah. what's it called the pater maternity leave three months yeah. really? like Iceland gets I think a year like yeah. a woman should get at least a year to bond with her child she should get free postpartum care afterwards including a doula to help her yeah you know like there's so much and then free mental health care too like yeah it's so necessary needed like the transformation that your body goes through is one thing alone that yeah. women have to deal with too the vanity aspect of it you know which I've had to deal with a roller coaster too of you know weight lost up and down up and down I breastfed Victoria for almost two years and that's another thing the hormone yeah. of just like everything happening to you like there's it, just yeah. so many facets to it and just women are freaking amazing yeah. <laughs> like our bodies are amazing yeah so. And, yeah and all of that yeah it's like your body all of a sudden is literally is doing the job for two bodies uh mm -hmm. which is You're like growing new organs for the to, to the kid could survive yeah it's crazy it's really crazy and it's yeah um and there's a lot of you know moves for more of you know uh uh postpartum care for women not just like the pre-care yeah, we're given, but postpartum care is so important too. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So yeah, it's nice though now seeing so many of our music community having kids too. I'm seeing, I'm like, oh, 
she had a baby. She had a baby. Yay. It's so cool. It really is. It's interesting. People have been asking like to, um, for like people's numbers, like, Oh, do you know, like anyone that's toured pregnant? And I'm like, I do <laughs> you know, like hooking them up and stuff. It's so cool. Cause it's, you know, there's, that's a whole new area that, you know, needs, deserves attention and discussion. But, mm-hmm. um, is there any, like, um, so you, I mean, just a few things you would say is like, a a doula in the beginning and like a doula in the end and uh, mental health stuff would have been. Yeah, if I could, if I could do it again, um, you know, I don't, I don't plan on having any more kids. I'm good with one, one and done. (laughs) But if I did have another, I would definitely get a doula, you know, especially for the postpartum part to help, help out. And depending on if your child sleeps at night, Victoria didn't sleep for like the first three, four months every night because she had uh, really bad reflux. So Brian and I were like, uh, it's almost traumatic thinking of those days of anxiety. Because she'd just be crying? Well, yeah, because she she was like, so came early first of all. So like her stomach was very underdeveloped. So I guess like she would just throw up a lot. And I know, right? And then she was like allergic practically to everything I ate. Oh my god. Yeah, I had to cut so much stuff out since I was breastfeeding her. I think at one point all I ate was chicken and rice. (laughs) That was the only things that she was cool with. Yeah. That I was miserable. Yeah, that is so wild to think about. But we ended up getting her medicated because it was just so bad. We got no sleep. Her witching hour was from like 10 p.m. till 5 a.m. every night, no sleep. But, you know, we we got her like a a baby dose of Prilosec, you know, and I have tried doing everything. Yeah. And whatnot. You know, like your sanity is key, especially when you still are running a business too. But Yeah, well, also people, I mean, you have to, accept the fact that like a baby is a human that's like if they're being tortured and there is medicine like it's good to I mean I think you should try everything else for sure but I don't think any there's anything wrong with taking medicine that will help if nothing else exactly you know that's another thing like the mom shame like um that I felt a lot because I had a lot of in the mom world they call you crunchy when you're very uh, holistic and no, uh, oh. over, no uh, over-the-counter birth at home, all that. I have a lot okay. of mom friends that that's their thing. And I have a lot yeah. of mom friends that are like me. We do a mix of both. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot look down on if you medicate your child with, you know, whatever. And I just remember feeling so bad. I was like, F this, like my child is not sleeping. I'm not sleeping. I'm about to lose my mind. Yeah. So, but yeah. And it was awesome. Then we got more sleep and then her stomach and her digestive system matured eventually like at four or five months. Yeah. And we're good to go. Now she's just like this healthy, big old tall kid. She's wow. so tall. She just turned four. She looks six. Wow. So no problems with her eating or her digestion. That's so good. <laughs> well, congratulations. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, so now during, uh, do you feel like during or this time, has it like completely affected? Um, I mean, I guess it's completely affected grimy goods. It's affected everyone. Oh, yeah. So I guess that question doesn't really matter, but are like the, it seems like maybe grimy diapers is still. Yeah. Grimy like, diapers. I'm probably going to change the name because she hasn't worn diapers since she was like two. I potty trained her early. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but I still like it. I'm just going to, I don't know what I'm going to put my name, but, um, but yeah, it was nice while I was becoming a mother and having my own, I wouldn't say midlife crisis, but mother life crisis. Yeah. Well, I went experience. through a part where I was like, I need to dress more like these moms on Instagram. I should wear more dresses and florals and bright colors. I always wear black and gray and white. Um, And I remember I was really lost at one point. So, and then, you know, we come into ourselves again soon. But um, yeah, so grimy diapers is still trucking along well. Like my whole objection with that was not so much to get paid to post stuff on Instagram, which I won't say no if it's a product I like. And if the money is right, obviously. But um, it was more so to build our video production company to make. Cool, yeah, we talk about yeah. that. Uh, that's 
make connections with these brands and be like, oh, cool. You want me to work with you on this? Well, I like this product, but how about I offer you a video package? Yeah. So so you guys just know how to do everything? Yeah. Well, like Brian's, that's his profession, you know, is videography, being a director. And so, you know, when on the weekends or when Victoria was taking a nap, I would, I would say, hey, can you help me on this shoot? Because he's just a master behind the lens and he's taught me so much too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, you know, we have a good uh, little home studio when we need to use it. And we have a good um, arsenal of new equipment that we've yeah. used over the years. And so what are you looking? Uh... Well, one day I hope to pluck him. I hope I could pluck him one day. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah no it's been going really well like we just wrapped two pretty big commercials which I just shared one and the other one will come out I don't know when but when it does sort of shell because it's my biggest one and I have a director producer credit on it so I'm really stoked congratulations thanks and what's it called uh, our our production company it's called we haven't like gone out uh what's it called uh public with it yet but it's it's nap oh it's okay it's nap time films that's cute. Yeah. Cool. So like I, you know, I have um I have the domain and all that stuff, but I'm like, okay. uh, after I like get past this hump, you know, because now she's finally in preschool, I can go full force with it more. Good. But um, but yeah, it's called nap time films because we would always film while she napped. And when That's she so had cool. her bad reflux, she would always have one good two two to three hour nap. Yeah. So but yeah, it's just been a slow growth because I can't add too much to my plate. Yeah. And especially with Grimy Goods being my priority. Yeah. So, but Grimy Goods are doing fucking fantastic right now. So I'm really stoked on that. Yeah, it seems, I mean, yeah, it's so cool. I love, I love Grimy Goods and I love, I love you. And I love that it's like most, most blogs or whatever, most music places just focus on either things that no one needs to know about because everyone already knows about it. Yeah. Uh, or it's so small that it's, you know, you just, you talk about everyone and ev- and of different genres of music. And it's, I think, a little bit like um, female yeah. forward in a way yeah. that is, isn't like in your face, which wouldn't bother me, but it still yeah. is like, like, I remember that you said, uh, Brian didn't know if a boy or a girl ran it and I think that that's (laughs) funny and I think that that's true still like even though it is I like it because it's you know like run by a woman you couldn't you couldn't you know what I mean it's just like some things you're like that's and and it doesn't really matter but it's awesome that it's not a guy (laughs) you know I don't know if I'm allowed to say that but it's nice to you know like it's always been kind of the same too like I've always my heart's always been like rock and roll punk garage and hip-hop like old school hip-hop but having her softened me up a little bit because I used to be real music snobby about what was and wasn't on Grammy oh yeah like I think every artist that hits that those pages is fantastic for their genre of what they're doing but um she's she's opened me up to liking more things like more uh, pop oriented music but not like mainstream pop you know and yeah. more electronic my love for electronic again because I used to go to raves in high school all oh, the time cool but then I got burned out by that especially drugs wise back in the day yeah but now I like hearing those beats and bass again but um so yeah the variety is good and it's still the same it's always been like dominantly women you know that we yeah. write about I guess I just didn't notice that before. Like it didn't, yeah. I just didn't notice that before. Notice um, which part before? Oh, just that it was women. Like, yeah. Because um, I've, you know, like I've just, I've always been in a band with a girl because I'm, yeah. you know, so it's like I never thought about it before. Yeah. Um, but until recently when I, I am like, yeah, uh, I remember too, like, cause we, I used to have create so many lists on Grimy Goods, like, gosh, you know, six, seven years ago, highlighting like, you know, the badass female drummers or the best yeah. people, this and that. And during that time, I don't think people understood the necessity of having those types of posts. Yeah. Now people get it. But back yeah. then, I remember people would comment, well, why you gotta single out the women? Why can't you just make it general? Like, drummers guitars I'm like I hear what you're saying and I agree with you but it's necessary because when 
you know, a, uh, a brand, and this is where my marketing perspective comes yeah. in, brand or someone in film is Googling female drummers, female right. guitarists, that's what's going to show up and that's how they're going to give them a gig, you know? That's awesome. They're not yeah. going to, and most people don't give women the floor or the visibility they deserve in no. music. Yeah. And, yeah, and it's so weird because it's just, uh, it's, you know, everyone, uh-oh, <laughs> the dog, <laughs> it got a situation oh, here. <laughs> uh-oh. Um, oh, I think, <laughs> Tommy. Uh, she's, she's demanding, <laughs> she's demanding oh, her man. dinner. I think, oh. uh, we might have to stop this. It was so fun. I loved it. Thank I know. You. Thank you. Yeah, for I sure. I'm going to talk to you more about everything, really. Yeah, yeah. I love talking to you. Always do. Yeah, thank you. Is there any, or where can people come to find, or go to find uh, grimygoods.com and uh, it's the same thing all, on all social media g-r-i-m-y g-o-o-d-s and um yeah just all over instagram or grimy diapers me but the grimy goods for sure cool. have a lot of new things coming on down that pipeline as